It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled The Harbor Bridge Lesson. Our scripture reference today is Revelation chapter 4. As always, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. After this I looked, and there in heaven a door stood open. And the first voice which I had heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the Spirit, and there in heaven stood a throne, with one seated on the throne. And the one seated there looks like jasper and carnelian, and around the throne is a rainbow that looks like an emerald. Around the throne are twenty-four thrones, and seated on the thrones are twenty-four elders, dressed in white robes with golden crowns on their heads. Coming from the throne are flashes of lightning and rumblings and peals of thunder. And in front of the throne burn seven flaming torches, which are the seven spirits of God. And in front of the throne there is something like a sea of glass, like crystal. Around the throne and on each side of the throne are four living creatures, full of eyes in front and behind. The first living creature, like a lion, the second living creature like an ox, the third living creature with a face like a human face, and the fourth living creature like a flying eagle. And the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all around and inside. Day and night, without ceasing, they sing, Holy, 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 the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to the one who is seated on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the twenty-four elders fall before the one who is seated on the throne and worship the one who lives forever and ever. They cast their crowns before the throne, singing, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Yesterday I talked about the geography of Scripture teaching us and to look for how your geography might offer a faith lesson. I have one from my church. As many of you know, I have served Kelsey Memorial United Methodist Church in Corpus Christi, Texas, for almost seven years. The church is celebrating its 150th anniversary this year. As you can imagine, there is a lot of history, tradition, and pride here. The church's story mirrors that of many others. There are countless memories of a packed sanctuary and many well-attended events. People involved themselves in different ways in the church. Its location was a perfect fit for growth. 
Then things changed. The neighborhood changed. Of course, people passed. Others moved. Some left for different reasons. One Sunday evening, a group of us discussed some of this. We were talking about the importance of nurturing our faith. We spoke of worship, prayer, study, fellowship, and mission. Towards the end of our time, one of our saints made an observation. Corpus Christi is getting a new harbor bridge. When construction is complete, it will be the longest cable bridge in the country. Not only does the new bridge impact our community, it begins right at our church. What does ministry look like for a church at the foot of the Harbor Bridge? We hope to find out. Early construction made traveling around our church a headache, but that one night, it offered us a sound reminder. What if, our saint led us to wonder, as we see the foundations of the new bridge right at our doorsteps, we are to reflect. Traffic annoyances aside, this was our reminder. Christ is our foundation. But sometimes we build on other things. It's easy, for example, to make our tradition and pride more important than they should be. Like the hymn says, all other ground is sinking sand. I was glad because this was coming from a saint who had been around for a while. People think I'm young and I'm eager to throw tradition away. I'm not, but I'm also not willing to let it get in the way of discipleship. In Revelation 4, John sees a vision of a throne in heaven where God sits. Twenty-four elders sit around it. And as they watch the worship scene unfold... They join in. To be sure, they fall before the one on the throne. They don't sit in silence. Before they sing their praises, they do something important. John says they cast their crowns before the throne. We see the elders representing God's church. Casting their crowns is their way of submitting to God's authority. It's as if to say, Everything I have is from you, but everything I have fails to compare to you. When you understand your crowns that way, it's easier to throw them down before God's throne. It's that worship and faith that recognize Christ as our foundation. Discipleship and worship require us to lay our crowns down as well. If we don't, We'll be too top-heavy to worship, to see Christ as our foundation. While everything around us changes, our Lord does not. And so we worship the one who is faithful forever. May Christ be our one foundation. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find Another Note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. 
And the easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.